Episode 30, ladies and gentlemen, TNC the Premix. Coming to you live from the TNC Dojo and Cody's basement with the checkerboard wall. It's the Premix. That's right. Hello. Hello. Uh, yeah, we are back for episode 30. Uh, technically, this is 31 because we had episode zero, but uh, oh. for all technical, actual naming purposes, this is episode 30. And uh, surprising we made it uh, this long, but really there's nothing to stop me from just keep posting these random videos, even if nobody's listening to them. But we will continue yeah. to do that. We will, um, we will continue to be here. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll say episode 30 is brought to you by our good friends at Waterfront Docking LLC. Um, you've heard the name before if you've listened to the cast. Um, Waterfront Docking LLC, they operate out of the Madison, South Dakota area and serve Lake Madison and the surrounding lakes. Um, chances are... Um, if you're a major boatsman, you might've already had your equipment out on the water. Um, but maybe, maybe your dock just needs a little TLC, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's a little old, maybe it's a little dirty, you know, and, and it's kind of hard to convince, you know, some of your friends to come over and, uh, and sit on your dock, you know, and, uh, my friends won't sit on my dock. You know, and, uh, you know, maybe you need somebody to come up and, and fix up your dock a little bit, you know, make your dock a little bit, a little bit more, uh, you know, aesthetically oh. pleasing, uh, to your guests. Um, and if so, uh, Jim is the perfect guy to help you with all of your dock needs. Um, He's as a well expert. as big time, uh, big time dock expert. Uh, yeah, he will, he can help you, uh, order parts um, replace parts, buy brand new, you know, get you some prices, you know, if you want to mold it around, you know, if, if you're, you know, if you're comfortable with sticking with your old shitty dock that you got and you don't want anybody to come sit on it, um, you know, that's up to you. It's totally up to you. But if you want to be the life of the party and have a dock that everyone wants to be on, you give Jim and the folks at Waterfront Docking LLC a call and you can get a hold of Jim and discuss everything related to docks as well as boat lifts and jet ski lifts at 605-270-9426. And as always, you can also look them up on the Facebook at uh, Waterfront Docking LLC. And that is also at Waterfront Docking, all one word, all lowercase. And you know what? Just if you're listening to this, do me a favor. Just go over to the page and give it a like and give it a follow. Like it. Just you know? like it. A lot of good pictures of docks on there. Oh, yeah. Nice uh, album of just dockage. Just docks. We're talking dachshunds. Nope, not <laughs> dachshunds. Actual docks. Yes. yes, yes just yes. go like also, it. Also, a nice picture of a pontoon uh, with a lift with, a, uh, with some boat lifts yeah. on it. Maybe you've, nice. never been to a, maybe you've never been to a lake before. And you want to know what docks and boat lifts look like. And so you could ask Jim important questions about them. Just go look it up. Give them a like. Tell your friends yeah. who's you. Yeah. You know, if you, if you uh, like and you message Jim and tell him your favorite story about docs, um, 
you know, we'll throw your name in the hat and maybe we'll give you some free merch. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. I don't know. But you should do that anyways. It's a Corona world out there. We're just living in it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that number again, 605-270-9426. And uh, with that, let's get into episode 30, huh? Let's kick it off. fine Tuesday um not too bad um so on episode 28 um we all had a good chuckle we all had a good laugh at your expense for uh not properly applying the sunscreen on your body um <laughs> by sunscreen I mean sunscreen but um <laughs> SPF 50, not in these area, not in this area. SPF 70 minimum. <laughs> um, so I went to Wild Water West with, uh, with, uh, with the fam and, and some, and some friends. And, uh, I, I lubed myself down, only had some, I think SPF 30 with me, but I went, went heavy on it, but, uh, got out of the shower today. Didn't even really realize that, uh, I've had a, a sunburn until i got back from the gym today and got out of the shower and you can just see where there's like streaks i look <laughs> yeah. like a tiger in in portions on my back because <laughs> the the small spots that i did miss with sunscreen it's it's uh very very that's, red that's almost worse than a full sunburn because you're just like normal skin bad skin Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's that's what happens. That's what happens when you laugh at a pale. You can't be pale and laugh at someone for sunscreens. Sunscreen usage. Yeah, and sunscreen karma. It it hit hard. So you know. So yeah, you're dealing with that. I think, yeah. I think the best best way to deal with that is just go pop the shirt off, go lay outside for like six hours, no sunscreen, just burn it all the same color. Start over with new skin. I'm not going to do that, but I mean, yeah, I don't even know what to say to that, but yeah, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a perfect semicircle on my forehead, but that, the blotches of burns on my back does kind of suck. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you can tell, but I got rid of the huge blotch on my forehead. Nice. Yeah. That's just shiny new skin right there. Nice. You shed it like a lizard. 
Oh, God. It came off like a piece of leather. It fought me the whole way. Uh. And I I don't, like, wear a hat or anything at work. So just for, like, four days, I just had this very, very obvious mark. And it got to the point where it's, like, it's all I was thinking about. So I think it made people uncomfortable around me. Because the entire time they'd be talking, I'd be like, don't you fucking look at my forehead. Don't you fucking do it. Eyes right here. Eyes right here. <laughs> Eyes right here. And finally, I had kind of broke down a little bit. And I have like a nail brush in my shower. Uh, scrub cuticles down. Keep these bad boys nice and fresh. Those look nice. I say, I'm not a serial killer, I promise. But, yeah, uh, mine are bad. <laughs> but uh, I might have might have gotten a little angry at myself. and Maybe tried brushing down to the I figured I could get rid of it. Nope, turns out it just hurt me really, really bad. I didn't like it. Yeah. So. Scraping skin off your forehead seems like a I mean I I understand, understand where you're coming it. from. Yeah. My, my I, I, logic I, is sound. <laughs> the logic is there. Everything else not there. Yeah. I believe scalping yourself might be a little painful. I had to kill it. Then it turns out it just went away. Now I'm healthy. Vibrate. Yeah. Looks good. It's have, like a peel. I you said, didn't have to pay for that. I, said, I also have just brand new skin everywhere. It's very fragile. <laughs> like my shoulders are absolutely just, just they're soft as hell because they haven't been through the rough and tumble lifestyle that I live yet. But they're coming along nicely. Nice. Yeah. Plus, um, I ate, plus, I ate all that dried skin that gave me power. I didn't do that. I did. Any who's all? Did you you watch uh, UFC two fifty one? I assume. I did. I did. Um, I had. I just wrote down a couple little little high notes that uh, that I wanted to talk about off of the main card. Um, Paige Van Zant got demolished just fucking rolled and uh, not in a friendly way no 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 i didn't realize that she was like a plus 550 underdog yeah uh, she's that, really bad fight. she's yeah. really bad which not ugly though not ugly yeah i mean it makes sense like she's got like a ton of followers and like as like a social media influencer that's kind of her gig now um mm-hmm. obviously she kind of like busted into the scene being this attractive karate uh, hottie yeah charismatic uh personality in the mma world um good thing she doesn't have to rely on winning fights to keep that up (laughs) yeah it turns out being good at social media does not help you when you're getting your arm ripped away from your body Mm -hmm. that is Uh, i just wanted to talk uh just did you watch the prelims at all um they were on but we didn't really didn't really watch them the uh there was there was just two cool things that happened. Uh, some guy from Finland choked someone out with an anaconda choke. It's only happened twice in UFC history, and the, the same guy has done it twice. Very effective. The He was fighting uh, some dude from Switzerland, I believe, and he put him in this anaconda choke. And I was watching it on TV. I was like, oh, you know, that guy's definitely – he's got it in tight, but that guy's okay. And then the ref came over like – Hey, buddy, are you okay? And he lifted up his arm, and his arm was completely limp. This man literally damn near killed him, like to the point where 
as soon as the ref was like, stop the goddamn fight, the guy popped up and like lifted the guy's legs up. Have you ever, have you ever seen that before? Uh-uh. Yeah, I guess they, I guess when you choke someone out like that and they're asleep, they lift their legs up. So blood will like go back to your head. And it was brutal. Like you could tell, like even like after the guy like woke up and they made him stand up so they could raise the other guy's hand, you could tell this guy had zero idea where he was at. <laughs> he was he was absolutely toast. But the uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say shit. I wish I would have uh, wish I would seen it. Unfortunately, we, there was a big group of people at the house and. I don't know. Unfortunately, yeah. Well, we actually. Well, it wasn't our house. The house that we were at, but yeah. Typically, we've kind of made it a like a Saturday tradition that we go and we watch fights. But then, like, what we just put the prelims on, and then everybody just like sits around and bullshits. And most of the time, people's wives and girlfriends are there, so it's you know, it's, yeah. it's all chatty. That's uh, that's kind of that's kind of like the normal thing that like we do for the fights. But uh, it was Saturday, and then following up my brunch performance, I took a little <laughs> nap. <laughs> I, took a, I took a heavy nap. I uh, went and helped, uh, helped a pal for a little bit. And I came back, and I just laid on the couch and just watched USC fights until everyone came over. And I was just like, all right, I'm ready now. But uh, the last, that, that fight was awesome. And then the last fight of the prelims, uh, it, was these, it was two heavyweights. And they were both like six three, and they were both, but they were like ripped heavyweights, and they were both known for having heavy hands. And one dude was beating the shit out of the other dude, and the other dude just out of nowhere punched this dude's head smooth off his shoulders and won the fight. In like the in like the second round, I want to say the the guy that won had like twenty three first round knockouts. It Jesus. was. It was a fucking. It was such a good fight to roll into the uh, actual fights with, because there is nothing more like that gets like you like holy shit yes fights than watching someone just get murdered with a punch. So that was fucking sick. But yeah, that was that led right into the Paige Van Zandt stuff. But yeah, nice. that that fight that fight ruled. And then uh, who was that? Was Paige Van Zandt versus other lady? And then Thug Rose Namahunas versus Andrade, something like that. Andrade. Andrade. Yep. Andrade. I have once again undefeated streak and not pronouncing shit. <laughs> but uh, uh, I did not, when we were watching that, uh, I did not understand how Thug Rose won that because her one eye was like perfectly punched in. That girl looks like she did not have fun. Yeah, that was an interesting decision, and I don't want to uh, skip over like the Putra Yan. Oh, yeah, can't yeah, remember how Puter. to say Putra. Putra. Um, yeah, uh, obviously Peter Yan. Um, you know, by the the, uh, I guess I don't know if it was considered a, a TKO or a KO when he finished in the fifth, um, beating Aldo. But that was you know pretty obvious that that Peter won, won that fight. Um, but with the, you know, depending on how you scored the fight, like Andrade, some may say she got, might've gotten robbed a little bit, or, you know, it was, was questionable, you know, at the decision after the three rounds. Um, same thing with the Volkanovsky and Max Holloway. Like I thought Max Holloway did enough 
to win at least three. I had him winning three out of two, or or three three out of five. So three to two. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it looked like he kind of got robbed. But I'm also kind of like a Max Holloway. I have a Max Holloway bias, so. Um, I'm sure I, I that played into it, but that was questionable to me. Here's the thing: is I also like I, I, I don't really have a Holloway bias, but I had him winning that fight. Like I thought it was just like, yep, he clearly won that fight, and then he didn't. I was like, what the fuck? Like did yeah, I, we did we I definitely miss? weren't alone in that because I saw like a lot of uh, a lot of MMA guys like tweeting, you know, like he got robbed, what, or, you know, like what the hell? That, uh, <laughs> that's a that the Aldo Jan fight was crazy because i did i had no idea like who pf pewter yawn was like i had never really done that much research or maybe i've just never seen him fight that mofo is lightning fast yes like like holy hell he's uh uh, he's pretty good at the mixed martial arts yeah that was that was insane to watch because he is just and he's so precise and fast with those punches like if he just fought i I said it when we were watching the fights. It's like, I need him to fight a normal dude so normal dudes never talk about how, like, oh, I kicked that dude's ass. Because he would punch you 27 times before you realized that you were about to get hit. That, uh, I thought Aldo was doing a great job hanging in there. But that, like, when it cut to Aldo, like, turtle on his side and blood was just pouring from everywhere on his face. I honestly didn't, I was like, I don't know if I, glanced away in that second i was legit worried that he had puked blood that's because that's how much blood there was yeah and good on all good on Aldo. i mean his his pride wouldn't let him like give up but he was you know turtled he was covered up like it was <laughs> like the ref let that one go you know a long time and that, like Aldo was doing good there for a while like there was a few times they could have stopped that like mi- they could they could have stopped it two minutes uh earlier than they did in the fifth. Um, but yeah, I think, I think if it was me and I was like trying to hold on to my pride, I'd be like, ref, are you going to stop this? Come on, dude. Yeah, like, please. I, I don't want to give up. I don't want to look like a pussy, but Jesus Christ, dude, come on. I haven't, I haven't like done anything to protect myself really. Like, can you just stop the fight? I'm, yeah. I don't want to get punched in the face anymore, please. Yeah, you're just staring at the ref. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was uh, I that was when they had those like the you know like the, whatever like the celebrities tweets pop up on like the, in like the corner, and that was basically like what a lot of the so they're like yeah no that fight should have been over two minutes ago please God ref step in yeah there was a lot of uh, where we were at our little watch party there was a lot of uh, Rocky references like throw the damn time throw the damn time there was a fair amount of those here too <laughs> there was literally just being like. Is someone going to help him? Is someone going to help him? Because <laughs> he, who man, as I, I do like one of the cool things about UFC is is routine. Like, so the next fights happen, and you would just see that pile of blood sitting there. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it, like even in like the the next fight was the Holloway fight or whatever, and they were like wrestling next to like that pile of blood, and it was just like, I'd stay away from that. That area is bad news. That's the bad part of the octagon. Don't roll around in that. Because, <laughs> yeah. oh boy. And, yeah, good on Aldo for sticking with that. Because as soon as that man threw one punch at me, that missed. Because he's a volume puncher, too. 
he was throwing everything out there. Some haymakers that if they would have connected would have been like a top three UFC moment because he bombs. But well, what's, uh, what's crazy too is that like Aldo was like a champion for a long for a long time, and like de- you know defended, and then in, you know then when Conor McGregor you know fought him and then like took took the belt or whatever. But like yeah, it's like Pewter Jan is uh, is the real deal, and I think many people knew that prior to this fight. You know, considering he was like a uh, like a minus two fifty uh, yeah. favorite for the fight, but yeah, I mean. It's not like he beat a chump, you know. He beat a former champion. He he beat a, a high level elite fighter, and you know he he definitely uh, proved he belongs. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and and I guess uh, you know the main event, uh, Usman and Masvidal. Um, it was Usman, exactly Usman, yeah, Usman's a yeah, Usman's the real deal. Like he's not a. I, I don't think any anybody came away from that fight not thinking that Usman like definitely is is the champion. And the one thing that I did take away from it is that I think Masvidal, uh, if they would have just stood the entire time mm. and it was just it was just strictly stand up, I think Masvidal yeah. would have won that would've fight. Won. Yes. Because he was getting the significant strikes and like head strikes and he was he was like he 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 hurt Usman a few times. Like it was yeah, it was, was very very like there was times when I was like, "Oh shit," because like I thought that he was gonna you know follow it up with some combinations or you know keep the punches coming. And and but then when Usman decided that he wanted to start going for takedowns and or or uh, like clinching up against the cage and stuff, and it was just like Masvidal could lots of foot stomps too. Yeah, I was just like clinching up against the cage <laughs> and just rolling with foot stomps. Which we were like, we were watching with some dudes that like uh, they don't watch a ton of UFC, and they were just like, "Can he fucking do that?" It's like, yeah, that's a very effective strategy. <laughs> like, and then uh, Usman was kind of doing like the McGregor style, like shoulder mm-hmm. jump ups. That's that's such a good move. Honestly, foot stomps in fucking shoulder checks. That's an f- effective fighting strategy. Well, and I, what I was really impressed with was uh, Masvidal's ability to get out of those like takedowns, because mm-hmm. there was a few where it's like, oh shit, Usman has has us locked in, and Masvidal would square him out. I they are gonna fight again. Was that kind of what I took away from that? I like at the end they were talking like like uh, like talking back and forth before uh, before I think they raised Usman's hand and. I think Usman like said something like, let's run it back. Like, yeah. you know, let's do this I, again. I, I do think if Masvidal has like a full training camp and doesn't have to, you know, fight him on a week's notice and mm-hmm. lose 25 fucking pounds in six days and all of that, I do think Masvidal has a very, very legit chance to catch Usman. I mean, but that's, I mean, probably like a 30% chance. Well, I think now, like, I mean, Obviously, Usman got to see Masvidal, you know, at his best after, you know, six days notice. But Masvidal got to see Usman and, and you know, like if if they do run it back and they both have a camps, you know, and they, they're both given the, the same opportunity, you know, because obviously Usman couldn't prepare his camp for Masvidal because he didn't think he was yeah. going to be fighting him. So, I mean, it's exactly, you know, depending on what you say, but I agree with you that yes, like taking it on six days notice, cutting all that weight and just, you know, stepping in there. Um, it, it proves Masvidal is, is a bad motherfucker. I mean, that's, yeah, that, he, had, he had the belt, uh, has the belt, excuse me. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. 
I, I would like to see it again because I think, uh, like you said, if he has a camp to prepare and go through and, and work on his uh, grappling and, and work on and, takedown defense and, you know, all the ground yeah. game stuff. Because obviously, I mean, from what I saw, like Usman's, Usman's got great stand-up too. Um, but Masvidal was was right there with him, if not better, at points during that fight on, on, yeah. on their feet. So, yeah, I think it yeah. would be a, I was definitely very, a fight I, I would want to see again. I was disappointed in the outcome. I was not surprised by the outcome. Did want did want Jorge, my pal, to win, but yeah, let let them run that back. That was a good. That was that was one of those rare UFC main events that actually like held up to its main event status. Because I guess I I guess between like John Jones just fucking deciding he never wants to, or you know, not being like him fighting. Uh, goddamn, who did he fight? Dominic Cruz. Yeah, him fighting Cruz. And kind of just like running away from him, and Conor McGregor beating the shit out of Cowboy, like that. That's like, yeah, cool, I guess. But like, I, I want them actually fighting. Also, I'm gonna need Jorge Masvidal to just toughen his feet up. <laughs> like, you gotta, I don't know what kind of stuff you got to do to that. But man, oh man, getting your feet stomped on like that has got to suck. I mean, I. I I'm, I do really like Gilbert Burns, and I do really like you know like his whole story and you know how he, mm-hmm. you know, you know got his way to the number one contender. Which I mean, some people think that you know he kind of shot up you know to the number one, um, maybe undeservingly. But um, a Gilbert Burns Usman fight would I would want want to see that as well. But yes. I don't know, man. I I feel like what what Masvidal was able to do on six days notice and come in there and take that fight um and essentially to i mean not like that saved the UFC 251 card but it may not not having you know not having the Usman fight on the card you know would have would have definitely hurt the whole event oh i don't know I, I don't know how that works out i don't know if they'll let Masvidal and Usman uh go for two and then and then Gilbert gets gets the winner i don't yeah, know yeah and i was gonna say i'm not quite sure how to work i just hope they do it again there's such like a electricity in the air when masvidal's fighting like you can literally it's one of those things where you're like he might just drop something absolutely insane right now because he's fast as hell he doesn't get tired he's good enough at other all other aspects and he's just insane he's like he's literally a crazy person he wants to fight at all times which is cool because normally, like normally, once you kind of get in like that upper, you know, top five like contender, you kind of like play it safe a little bit. You don't really kind of go for like those big time. Not Masvidal. Masvidal is just like, no, no, I'll punch you to death. <laughs> I had no problem with that. Yeah, that was it. Was a good card. I'm glad. Uh, very, very, very. I just I just love having sports back. So that was tight. Um. Speaking of sports, Cam Cam Newton is going to turn me into a Patriots fan. Think so? Every, dude, everything he is doing is, like, perfect. He's, he's like, giving, like, pump-up videos, talking about how he's got this chip on his shoulders, how people in the North have never seen a person like him. He looks just jacked. Like, it's he's just always throwing. His outfits are magical. He's wearing like tight polos and like plantation style hats. 
Cam Newton fucking around. I might be I might be in on the Patriots again. I uh I at times haven't always been the biggest Cam fan. Um and especially, you know, after the loss to the Broncos um <laughs> and that look. Um yeah. you know, it was it was kind of tough. But like after after there was like a brief period, it was it's kind of like uh you know you don't know what you got till it's gone type of thing. Like when <laughs> when Cam was a free agent, nobody was picking him up. I was like, oh, oh come on, he's still like, Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I, I mean, I still want to see him play. Like, I, I, we need to get him back. And now I just, I don't know. I think it's just gonna be, it's crazy to like in my small mind, I can't imagine anybody playing quarterback in New England other than Tom Brady. So yeah going to Cam Newton, who is, you know, a completely different style of quarterback to, to Tom. It's, it's good. It's good for, it's good for the league. It's good for entertainment. This will, that will, yeah. Like this will help my smooth brain make that transition. Like, nope, that's not Tom Brady. It's Cam Newton. (laughs) So I'll just blip out for like a second and be like, oh yeah, Cam Newton. Yep. Good. I like him. Or this is all just, you know, he's just putting out hype videos because he knows his arm doesn't work and he's gonna die. But yeah, how how disappointing would it be if like Stidham won the starting job over Cam? I honestly would probably cry. Yeah, I mean, I tough. wouldn't cry. I wouldn't cry. But when they when like those if those games popped up on network TV, I'd be like, mm 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 mm. <laughs> Not my quarterback. Yeah, I can't. Like, and I just. I keep reading more and more about Dak Prescott. It's making me upset that he's a cowboy. Yeah. I, I like mm, damn you, Dak. Yeah. Uh I guess uh to segue into the or stay in the NFL vein, I was looking at um like I don't know if you play have played Madden in the last, you know, however many years i i played uh i think last year's or two years ago like i played a couple games but uh intern taylor is pretty into the new madden yeah he does some, uh, he does some crazy shit on there they they released the um the madden 21 um i was like searching out the rankings for everybody and it looks like they're still updating some of them like pretty much what i could find was like uh the running backs and the quarterbacks but yeah. the wide receivers and the tight ends they hadn't like filled out on like the EA page yet. But um, they're uh, for running backs, the like the 99 overall, the best you can get. Um, Christian McCaffrey's uh, made it into the 99 club, which I think um, based Very, on his yeah, performance I, last year is, is well yeah. deserved. Um, and then uh, number two with the 93 overall, Derrick Henry. Um, I feel like I feel like that's riding a little high off of what he did in like the playoffs and shit. Because there was a while where it's like, is Derrick Henry a bust? Because he really wasn't doing a ton for a while. Yeah, he's been. Um, I don't know. I've had him. I've had him on. Uh, in a, I had him in like a keeper league, and I've, mm-hmm. I've just kept him because of like, yeah, once once uh, once like November comes around, it's <laughs> like people don't want to tackle Derrick Henry. Not in the court. Yeah. Nope. I was just saying, and that's literally when he started to shine, when people were just like, free safeties are like, no, nah, I'm fucking good. Like, yeah, that's, that's this is a career choice right now. I'm not getting in front of him. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's, it's 27 degrees, and I just don't feel like putting a shoulder into that. 
But um, I but uh what's Zeke at? Um so uh Zeke is tied for number three overall. Um he's tied with Nick Chubb. Um they're both at a ninety two. So Derrick Henry at a ninety three, they're at ninety two. Yeah, I can probably see that. And then um for tied for number five, uh Dalvin Cook. Um and then Saquon at Saquon. at ninety at ninety one overall. Okay. I was gonna say I saw some I didn't look too far into it. The last night I was I was falling asleep, I was going through Twitter and I saw that like uh one of the Barstool guys I follow is a Giants fan and he was upset about Saquon's uh rating. Then he was then he like showed some like you know highlights and he's like, Really? Really? This is this is your ninety one? And I was like, Yeah, it's a pretty good fucking point. He looks very, very good. Which it it's funny that like some of those guys take that really personally like a video game and like oh. um it escapes me right now the person but they like they had some of the madden people like out during like their training camp stuff <laughs> and they were just shitting on them because they're like dude i can't believe you only made me an 89 or you know like you only yeah. gave me you only gave me 90 for strength or or something like that <laughs> and like they'll they actually as like the as the the year progresses or the season progresses they, they'll actually go back and make adjustments and it's yeah. funny that some of these guys use that as motivation to be better because they're like wow you undervalued me like i'm gonna prove to you that you're terrible at your scouting job did, did that happen did that did they talk about that you know hard knocks that's i think i think that's what it was i yeah, think i, I, say, I, I don't... remember seeing that on hard knocks yeah, well, I, I just remembered, like, because they had, like, some scout, like, yeah, one of the Madden talent scouts out yep. there. And I specifically remember players just being like, got to do good today, Madden talent scouts out there. And then, yeah, literally them just being like, the fuck were you doing last year? Like, yeah, I was a fucking 79 overall. Are you kidding me? Like, I do remember that. I think it was hard knocks. I, I'm, I'm pretty certain that you're right. I remember um... – I remember like the one guy was like a big fat white guy uh, doing the stats for it. And I was like, yeah, okay. Um, But uh, to go into the quarterbacks, they got Patrick Mahomes at a 99. 99, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He just made half a, he just made half a billion dollars. Yeah. He's probably a 99. Uh, Number two, they got Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Damn. Sorry. I was going to see if I could guess it. All right. I'll let you guess. Uh, three. what they have? What they have Wilson at? Uh, ninety-seven. Really? Which I seems seems a little high. I mean, he he did you know he put up like MVP numbers last year, but when you were like comparing him, uh, well, and I guess one thing you think about is like they didn't have like a ton of wide receiver help mm-hmm. because they were they were one of the ones that were courting Antonio Brown for a little bit. It's crazy ass. And then didn't they also have, um, uh, uh, did they bring in Josh Gordon for a little bit? Yeah. Yep. They did. Yeah. Seems like last season has has been like five years ago, but I beginning of 2020 was two years ago. (laughs) Like there's, there's no way that this is only, we're only in July. Like I've lived 10 lifetimes during fucking 2020. 
Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant died like three months ago. Yeah, that's fucking wild. R.I.P. 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 Black Mamba. All right, so R- Wilson's number two. Yep. Who do you have for three? Uh, 97. 97? Ah, fuck. Lamar Jackson? Yep. Lamar is third with a 94 overall. Damn. Did they, is it, that's just, does this show like his speed or anything like that on there? Is it just the. Uh, I can, uh, let me pull it up real quick. Like, because honestly, if I was, if I was playing as like a team, I think I might pick the Ravens. Oh, because. Um, let me. What was I gonna do here? Russell. Um. So well. Excuse me. So. Uh, Lamar Jackson, ninety-four overall. His speed is ninety-six. Russell Wilson, who's a ninety-seven overall, his speed is eighty-six. Yeah, I think I'd bump down Russell Wilson a little bit more, and I'd bump up Lamar a little bit because Lamar fast as hell. I don't know. I, w- I wish there was a legend here to explain to me what all these attribute, uh, like, <laughs> like what does abbreviations mean? mean? But there's like AWR, which I'm assuming is awareness. Awareness. Yeah. Um, they give a point to Russell Wilson on that with like 96 versus Lamar's 95. Um. All right, but uh, yeah, I don't know what they gauge strength off of. Strength must be like across the board, like comparing that against like offensive linemen and everything as well, because they're (laughs) only giving um, a sixty-nine or excuse me, a sixty-two for strength for Lamar and a fifty-nine for strength for Russell Wilson. Damn, I would have thought for sure they had Russell Wilson higher on strength, but yeah, that must be like an overall thing. Yeah. Not that, I, not that I would picture, like, because that's really not, like, Lamar's game, but I think he's a little bit stronger than that. Um, so I have no idea. So, number the, four? Yeah, next, uh, at number four, they, they're at a 93 overall rating. Who do you think that is? Drew Brees? Yep. No. No, it is Drew Brees? Yes, sir. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm a genius. Which, and then, oh, go ahead. number five, Aaron Rodgers. Got to be Aaron Rodgers. Nope. Aaron Rodgers is the number six with the 89 overall. What? Mm-hmm. That is fucking lunacy. Aaron Rodgers should probably be like, honestly, number three or number four. He definitely should be. Would you rather have Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers? I, I think for this next season, regardless of what team they were on, if it was just the quarterback, I think yeah, mm-hmm. I would have I would have Aaron Rodgers as well. Yes, I definitely think that. Well, that's lunacy. Uh, number five, number five. Fuck, is it Dak? No, no. Good. It's Tom. It's Tom. <laughs> it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady. What? 90, Ninety overall. They're saying Tom Brady is a. Better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers right now. Uh, EA Sports is, yes. EA Sports, you're out of your mind. It's in the game. EA Sports, it's in the game. 
But no, that's fucking absolutely incorrect. But I know, whatever. I guess I'm not a EA talent scout, but I feel like that's really wrong. Um, yeah, they had Dak at tied for ninth uh, with an 84 overall. He's tied with Carson Wentz. Yeah, that seems about it. That seems about all right. With I'm okay with that. <laughs> Fuck, maybe even a little high for him. <laughs> but wow, I can't believe they had fucking Aaron Rodgers out of the top five. That is. The times they are a changing. Yeah. Like I it wouldn't have surprised me if they had him at like a ninety six or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a little strange. Like I said, I I just was looking at the overalls and I didn't really dig into like all the other stuff behind yeah. it. But uh and like I said, I, I'm pretty sure they really only release the quarterbacks and the running backs right now. So because I tried to I'm search assuming- out like some of the tight end stuff. I'm assuming um, I'm assuming George Kittle will be number one, probably Travis so. Kelsey number Travis Kelsey number two, probably Gronk three or four. Uh, Zach Ertz will probably be up there. Mm-hmm. That's about all I can think of. Wide receivers, I'm assuming they'll probably have Julio one, Odell Beckham number two, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh shit, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, yeah, fuck, Devontae yeah, Adams. Probably in there somewhere. Amari um, Cooper. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm definitely top ten. Yeah. I think oh, so. They did have they did have rookie numbers up. So CD Lamb, Ooh. I think, was like a 75 overall. Seems a little low to me, but <laughs> I also I also might have celebrated too hard when he got drafted. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'll be curious to see when like the tight ends and the wide receiver stuff. I did see something. It wasn't, I didn't find it in the official EA thing, but somebody had like Gronk listed as like a 90 for like a tight end. I can still see that. He's still pretty fucking good. Yeah. Which they were having like a 90 was like the fourth overall for, for like uh, a quarterback. So yeah, that a 90 seems fair, I guess. I bet, I bet Kittle's like a 97, 98. I bet, yeah. I'm, he's really I'm curious, good. I'm curious, like, if they'll put a, a 99 overall for, like, a tight end. If they do, that would have to be Kittle, I would think. Yeah. But. Yes, I do believe so. That's the thing is they put him at 98. I don't doubt that. If they put him at 99, I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah, that's fucking nuts. Um, but, uh, change, change gears a little bit off of that. Um, uh. Do you want to talk about the the Wayfair uh, conspiracy thing that popped up? Yes, I do. I sure do. Yeah. So I guess I guess anybody that doesn't know, um, essentially, with all of the like, kind of like with some of the Epstein stuff, with the the weird um, like sex trafficking and like solicitation of like minors for like prostitution and all that bad shit. There was a weird conspiracy that like popped up. I believe like it was some of it was first talked about like on Reddit and like yeah. one of the conspiracy threads. Um, and they were saying that like there was like 13,000 and like 15 and $16,000 like uh, paintings and throw pillows like yeah, like, cabin, like large cabinets, and they were trying to say that, like, and because Wayfair names some of their products after like names, like, they, like names of children, essentially, um, yeah. they were saying that that 
fifteen or sixteen thousand dollars for a Wayfair cabinet was actually like uh, you buy a child. Yeah, which well, it kind of got like a little, a little deep, and I guess like uh, there was a bunch of stuff on TikTok, which I don't really follow TikTok. The only reason I know is because I was reading an article, and that's what that's what they were saying <laughs> is that it, it kind of like went viral and kind of exploded. But uh, what what uh, I know you kind of looked into it as well. Uh, yeah, so basically exactly what you said with like the cabinets that were like outrageously priced. They had, uh, I think they found like a like six or eight incidents of like the cab like the cabinet with the outrageous price, you know, like eighteen thousand dollars. The name of the cabinet would match up to a missing child, like that was in like the actual missing child database. And people were just like, oh, shit. And if you haven't seen, like, there's videos out there. They will get you right away. Like, as soon as you see it, you're just like, holy shit, this is definitely happening. And because it's, there's like crazy, the people were doing crazy shit with it, you know. Like, there was like, you know, like the SKU numbers and stuff. They were saying if you went to like Russia's version of Google and typed in those SKU numbers, um, it would pop up with like pictures of the kid that was supposed that was missing. So right away you get all this information and you're like, Holy fuck, dude, they are literally trading children right in front of our eyes. I've bought shit from wayfair.com. It never made it to me because it was full of bed bugs, but, uh, RIP my, RIP my inflatable hot tub. I'll never, I'll never forget you. But, uh, like it was legitimately crazy to the point where I was deaf. I mean, I was definitely, they hooked me. They got me hook, line and sinker. But then you kind of, because obviously you're only seeing this from like the person who's like trying to convince you that Wayfair is trading children. And as soon as you kind of take a step back and start reading some of the other facts, it falls apart pretty quickly. It, yeah. And I, like, I didn't really I was late to the party, so like I didn't uh, when it when all the shit first came out and it was like blowing up and going super viral and everybody was talking about it. And before everybody kind of came out and like discredited it or like proved it to be untrue, um, I, I I didn't I hadn't seen any of the videos or read any of the articles. So like by the time I got around to it, it was like it's not true, it's false. Here's all the yeah. reasons why. Um, but yeah, I mean, pretty fucking wild. Sucks for Wayfair because they probably took a little hit. Uh, I don't oh, know if they're a publicly God, yeah. traded company. I'm assuming they are. Uh, their stock prices probably took a little bit of a dive. It took a little bit of a dip there. Yeah, because it was that was the thing. Like as soon as I guess I wasn't particularly early to the party, but I was early enough that where there wasn't a ton of shit just being like discredit. It's not true at all. But I checked in enough on it till I got to that point, and they were just like, "Oh yeah, out of like those six examples they used." Like four of the kids have already been found and returned to their parents. And they, I mean, there was a bunch of other stuff that was just like, listen, no one's saying there's not fucking bunch of weird sex trafficking terribleness happening out there, but they're probably not using Wayfair and $16,000 cabinets. I also learned that a lot of those companies, like even Ikea does it, where they generate all their, they have like all their names. It's just a random name generator. Like Ikea hmm. stuff is named after like, is, you know, has like Swedish names and stuff like that. 
And then I guess with the, the whole pricing thing, as I guess basically every on, online retailer with their prices, like there's you know, certain glitches that happen, like that just crazily happen. And they put stuff that's normally 200 bucks, you know, for 20,000, which makes sense. I mean, not like computers are infallible. Like, I mean, I fucked up, a, uh, I mean, I fucked up on a computer today and typed in 225 instead of 225 and it like shut shit down for like 45 minutes. Like it was absolute fucking anarchy. And it's like, I can just go back and change it. It's like, no, it's already in the system. You can't change it. Can't triple stamp a double stamp. And I'm like, I don't, like, it can't be that fucking hard. So I guess that just happens. So I don't know. It was a fucking wild 25 minutes though that I was in real deep with Wayfair. No, I think it, it, like, I heard, like, some other people talking about it too. And yeah, it was like, you could fall down those rabbit holes pretty quick. Like that, some of that shit's like you said, is, was very, very convincing. Um, unfortunately, I only saw like a little bit of that before I saw like all the other shit that was like, yeah. like you said, like kids have been found and they're like, yeah, no, that never yeah. happened. Yeah. That, that was the part where, yeah, it was just like getting hooked in and then just immediately seeing all like the stuff that's just like, please don't believe this. Like if you just, there's so many better things you could do like with any of this, just, please don't believe this. And it's like, damn it. Like, I, I was convinced we were taking down a fucking ring of pedophiles using the internet, and it just turned out to be too, not not too good to be true. God, no. But, uh, uh, like, it just turned out to just be one of those things where it's just like, yep, coincidences happen. And, fuck, I bet that, I bet the Wayfair CEO was just like, I bet he woke up that, when he woke up that morning, he was not expecting that. Yeah. But, yeah. uh. There was a there was a guy at work because we were talking about this at work today, and there's a there was a guy at work that is just so goddamn deep in those crazy ass conspiracy theories, and he was like today he was talking about how Hillary Clinton's uh, gonna go to jail because in August because there's videos of her and Tom Hanks eating a child. Yeah. He was like, oh, no, he's like, no, I did all the research. It's a, it's a real life video. I was like, did you see the video? He's like, no, they got it under police protection. I was like, so you're telling me beloved superstar Tom Hanks and a former presidential nominee who's been in politics as long as I can remember, uh, there's a video of them eating a child. He's like, yeah. And I was just like, okay. And I was like, why would they be doing this? And he's like, well, they do it. They make the they make the kid really scared, and then they kill him because the adrenaline blood. They drink the adrenaline blood, and it keeps your cells younger. Like you, I'm like, that's so not true. <laughs> and the guy was just like, uh, yeah, it is. You can look it up. And I was like, okay. I I happen to have the internet at my fingertips at all times. I looked it up, and I was just like, so you're telling me, if you just drink young blood, you're young. And he was like, yeah, it's like, okay. And I looked it up and literally everywhere. It's just like, no, that's not, it's like, if you drink blood, you get sick. Like you die. It's not. And yeah, he was just like, nope, nope. The media, the media, media is covering up everything. And I was like, all right, man. Like, trust me. I love a good conspiracy theory. Probably more than the next guy. Clearly I'm Clearly, I love the, me some conspiracy theories. But, oh, man, when you start talking about – he was like, 
he was like, Lady Gaga is going to go to jail. Uh, uh, Ellen's Ellen's already in jail. That's why you don't see her. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I see Ellen all the time. Like, he is he is deep off that, and it's one of those things where you can't even like talk to the person about it because well, I'm assuming this guy is uh, of like the boomer age. No, here's the thing. He is 22 years old. Oh my god. Yeah, and he yes. is. Yeah, he's he's a young pup, and he is so deep in just absolute anarchy. I mean, it's just mind-numbing how this guy thinks. See, like, so you you know how like with the Wayfair, excuse me, the Wayfair uh, conspiracy stuff they they use like. You know, the in the videos they showed like the Russian Google or the Russian search yeah. engine, and then like, like if you search these certain things, then it it pops like the the first thing that you it pops up is like stuff about like missing children or like oh, yeah, vi- that videos. Was, that, There's like that, that same was, that same search engine. I've seen like videos of like people claiming that like Tom Hanks is was a pedophile and pedophile. All stuff. And yeah. Well, that was just, that was. That was another thing that was in the Wayfair video that I kind of didn't even forget about until you said it. Where they're like, if you zoom in on this book, it's about the Chinese blood harvest and stuff like that. And it's just like, what? <laughs> like, and then like you're looking at them, they're like, why would they put these books all in a row? It's like, yeah, why the fuck would they? Like, I'm sorry if I'm selling children over the internet for blood sacrifices, I'm probably not bragging about it and being like. I'm going to put the books back here. It's fucking, uh, I'm pranking them. It's like, uh, are you sure that happened? Are you sure, you know, the guy that on TikTok didn't just edit that to make himself look far, far more, you know, in tuned with it. Yeah. I mean, it, it goes to show you what like some dramatic, uh, dramatic music and like some, some good editing um, and putting like putting a video out can really you know manipulate people's mind like propaganda is propaganda has been a long, uh, around for a long long time and it's alive and well on on youtube with with conspiracy videos so yeah they were uh one of the podcasts that i was listening to day, today at work touched up like they were talking about propaganda but they were talking about it like world war ii and they were talking about how nazis really used propaganda like really well because like they were doing like like you know picturing the Jews as like evil and like drawing him as like shysty and like always like taking money from your pockets and how like propaganda before world war two was always like trying to like make your enemy seem like pussies. And, you know, they were talking about how, like, even like when uh, we were taking shit from the Indians, we would draw Indians as like these weak little people and shit like that. And then finally in world war two, America was drawing like the Nazis as like these gigantic, like super muscular apes and being like, and they were like always like picking up women and shit like that, you know, like, like King Kong style. And they were just like, that's when America realized calling people pussies because they're dying in trenches because they couldn't kill the enemy. Not strong. Make them seem like they're saving, like saving people by fighting like this gigantic, strong person. And then, then they feel a little bit better. And I was like, holy shit, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we're beating these these people. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's strange. 
I mean, obviously we're living in unprecedented times. It's been very strange the past several months with all the COVID and all that crazy shit that's been going on. But yeah. Yeah. It's, it's what's crazy is like how easily manipulated some people are with some of the stuff that's coming out. So yeah, it's, it's very, very, it's, it's one of those things where I, it's almost kind of sad because it's just like, yeah, like, is this, is this guy I work with? Is he dumb? No, he's a fucking, he's a normal, totally normal dude. But he just fell in a rabbit hole and just, um, just immediately everything else was wrong. And, and his whole, his whole scapegoat is fucking media, dude. It's like, no, 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 you gotta have facts. He's like, we don't get facts because the media, it's like, all right, (laughs) all right, man, we're going to talk about something else right now (laughs) because you're making me feel dumb. Because you think drinking blood makes you young. Uh, I guess uh, another thing that I had on my list was um, the video of those dancing robots <laughs> at that Japanese baseball game. Um, right. Yeah, pretty sure. Like, if you've seen um, the documentary "I Robot" with with uh, William Smith, uh, oh, Will Smith's been having a real tough week too. That too, man. Oh. <laughs> I don't, I don't. We don't. We don't have to talk about it in this episode, but we might touch upon it. Will Smith's been taking some L's. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've read a little bit, saw a little bit, but yeah, I'm not. I haven't educated myself enough yeah, on say, everything need, that's I going need, on to really get into time. it. But yeah, but yeah, I need just. More time. T's and P's to Will right now. He's he's <laughs> he's going through some tough stuff. <laughs> but yes, those those Japanese robots, big time iRobot vibes. Yeah, if Absolutely. you haven't seen it, we uh, we posted the link to the video on our uh, on the Twitter on Twitter page for uh, TC the Premix. Um, but yeah, there's sure. like there's no that. fans. What's that? Yeah, go follow that right now. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to want to give us a follow, you know, maybe a couple retweets. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this, this video. So essentially at this Fukuoka SoftBank, Fukuoka, uh, F- Fukuoka? Uh, not really sure how to pronounce that. It's F U K U O K A. So f- could be fuck you. Okay. Um, I like to know. think it's fuck you. Okay. Yeah. Uh fuck you okay Softbank Hawks. Um because of the the COVID restrictions and not having fans, they just decided to put these horrifying looking uh monsters of robots. dancing robots. Um and and some of the robots uh in the first part of the video appear to be almost twerking, so it's, it's a little strange. Um, um yeah, I was say the the four legged robots, those ones I trust. Those ones seem cool. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's because they remind me of dogs the twerking thing kind of strange the human robots no hard pass those are definitely evil yeah a, a choreographed dancing robot routine uh yeah that's very strange uh yeah Why? with all the documentaries Why? like uh ex machina uh Ex-Machina. terminator Ex Machina. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the robots are going to take over. AI is going to destroy us. Um, 
and this is where it starts with dancing robots at a baseball game in Japan. So, yeah, this honestly, we all knew it was going to be Japan that eventually had robots that killed us all. Everyone knew it was coming from Japan. This just showed our horrifying future where twerking robots are stepping on our skulls and then dancing. And then, yeah, just just perfectly dancing. It's it, and here's the cool thing because I know I have ADD when it comes to videos like that. It's only like a minute long. It's it's well worth the minute. Uh, yeah. The only reason I corrected you on Ex Machina is because me and I knew Fred I was saying it wrong. Me and Fred, <laughs> which me which and, it's uh, it's probably good for you to get one on me every once in a while. <laughs> so the current scoreboard for mispronouncing words is Cody one, Tyler twenty three thousand. <laughs> but uh, friend of the podcast Freet and I went to Ex Machina in theaters. And it was on a Sunday, you know, Sundays, we tend to have a couple cocktails, joke around a little bit. And uh, we go there and we're standing, like we're standing in line to give the guy our tickets to head into Ex Machina. And I, like, I know the expression Deus Ex Machina, Machina, which translates in Latin to hand of God. It's like a writing, it's like a, like a writing style. We're literally at the end, literally like something crazy happens to like help the heroes, literally by the hand of God. But it did not translate in my brain. So we're in this line and uh, we get up there and I hand the guy my ticket and I'm like, yeah, which one for X Machina? And this motherfucking 15-year-old movie kid taking my goddamn ticket on a Sunday afternoon was just like, oh, actually, it's X Machina. And I'm not, I almost swung on him. Like, I literally, I was literally like, because of course, Freet's behind me and just fucking laughs at me. So, just like, yeah, you didn't know that, you dumb bitch. And I'm like, I literally, we're sitting there like watching in the theaters and I'm just like, I gotta fuck that kid up. Like, not fucking never. Maybe I have a speech impediment. You don't fucking know, dude. But yeah, that kid fucking dunked on me. So it's just stuck in my head. And I, I knew, I knew, I, like I paused before I said it because I wanted to say it right. And I still, bombed. because I, I said it, I said it, um, I thought it was X Machina, um, like at first too. And somebody, somebody did the same, somebody did the same thing to me too. They're like, well, actually it's X Machina. Yeah. And it's the worst part is they always lead with, well, actually it's like, don't you fucking do it. But yeah, TNC Movie Corner, uh, Ex Machina, actually pretty pretty cool. Pretty solid. Like. Pretty solid. Uh, yeah, no, I will recommend that. Uh, I actually got one more for the TNC uh, Movie Corner. Mm-hmm. If you have Hulu, go watch Palm Springs with Andy Samberg. It's got Andy Samberg and uh, the mom from How I Met Your Mother, the actual mom, not Robin. It oh. is, it's on, spoilers. It's on Hulu. Spo- Whoa, Spoilers. Yeah, it's like, I'm only on season eight, team. But uh, don't worry, she's only in like fucking four episodes. Don't get too attached to her. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> she, uh, Palm Springs, very, very good movie. Like, like very, very good. Very much, especially for a movie you just watch streaming for free or, you know, free after what you pay for it a month. It is very, very good. It's uh, Andy Samberg's it's, – it's funny. It's like a dark humor, but it's very, very good. I do much – 92 on the TNC remix, uh, TNC, TNC premix, premix movie corner. Easy for you to say. 
<laughs> it was not. <laughs> uh, also, uh, far and away is still on that list. So you know, just Shannon. <laughs> say, say you like my heart, Shannon. I've been um, saying I've been saying that in real life like a lot, and no one gets it. Dude, everybody needs to watch that movie. It's good. A lot of people told me too um, that they did not. They're not a big fan of Nicole Kidman, and I told them that like this was like kind of like before Nicole Kidman became like a weird like Stepford Wives like that yes. crazy person. Yes. Like she's actually like a hot blonde in this this one. So do yourself a favor. Watch Far and Away. All right. It's old. Still holds up, though. <laughs> Can you just say you like my heart, Shannon? <laughs> oh, fuck. Let's put this one in the books. All righty. We've got some. What, we, have some uh, we actually have some stuff to talk about next episode, too. Truck, yeah. Literally, truck, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. See what I did there? A little teaser. I wonder if they'll purposely not make any white ones if you know what i'm saying if you catch my drift hey, well. So, well hopefully that next episode the juice is worth the squeeze <laughs> you get the juice got it, <laughs> got it. Nailed well, it. if the glove fit fits must <laughs> doesn't fit must you, you get it kardashians yeah. <laughs> chloe's real bad oh, oh. god Oh, hey. Well, that's episode 30 in the books, folks. XO, or no, Dan, that's what you say. That's <laughs> what I kisses, say. <laughs> hugs and kisses on my cats and kittens. <clears throat> XO, XO. <laughs> See you guys later. I don't know. Tyler had too much to drink before this one, too. I guess it I, I doesn't just happen on brunch. He just, he's an alcoholic, guys. I should say, please, please, someone help me. I don't drink during the week. <laughs> All right. I actually don't need help. Don't don't listen to Cody. But someone, yeah. please. Episode Bam. thirty. Everybody, See you boys. Episode thirty-one. Everybody, stay safe out there. It's weird times that we're in. The Matrix XOXO. is falling apart. I Bye. say XOXO. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Yeah.